0: Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday mornings. I hope you're all feeling happy and healthy and um, I suppose in more ways than one hanging in there. These are very curious times, aren't they? But um, thank you for tuning in those early risers. Um, I hope you got the coffee on the go and hopefully over the next half an hour or so, we'll have the chance just to answer one or two questions and to, I suppose, have a little bit of a chat about what we're doing at the Influence Room and where hopefully we might be able to help one or two of you with them. I suppose, keeping the conversation uh, alive right now. Um, This is obviously Ask the Expert. It's great to have you with us. Um, This is a daily series, which is running between 8.30 and 9 a.m. every morning to help small businesses with perhaps some of the challenges that we're all facing at the moment um, with COVID-19, obviously having a huge impact across the economy, across the business landscape, and I'm sure in many of your personal lives uh, as well. Um, If you'd like to get involved, please do so. You can ask questions in the comments section, or if you're on Twitter, uh, you can use the hashtag QBATE, Q-B-A-T-E, if you'd like to get involved with that. Um, We've obviously hopefully going to make this very interactive. And if any of you have got any challenges that you're facing right now and and are trying to keep, I suppose, that conversation alive, I'd love to see if we might be able to help you. But just by way of an introduction, my name is Alex Payne. Um, I have, about three years ago, started a small business called The Influence Room, which is, I suppose, best described as a cross between Tinder and LinkedIn in that we matchmake brands with celebrities and influencers, and we also matchmake brands with other brands as well. Um, The whole basis for our business has come about from an actual learning. So my background over the last 15, 20 years or so has actually been as a sports broadcaster. And I have worked out at Sky Sports, uh, traveling around the world, talking about A lot of rugby, which is a game I'm very passionate about, but also tennis, poker, for the Sky Sports News. Uh, And more recently, I I run quite a curious podcast called The House of Rugby uh, with a guy called James Haskell, who many of you will know probably from the rugby field, but also from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. uh, And Mike Tindall, who is uh, famous for, I suppose, being known as The Lord. But um, the reason I mention that in this context is that I have absolutely no interest and no pretense in being a celebrity or an influencer. Um, I am very middle-aged, middle-aged, as you can tell. But because I have been on television for most weeks over the last 15 years or so, I've had a lot of brands um, that have thrown me products, campaigns, uh, they've invited me to lots of events, and most of them I'm fairly sort of baffled by as to why um, I have been given such a kind offer. And the whole reason for the influence room came about because about three and a half years ago, I was given a box with 500 quid's worth of Star Wars merchandise in it. So there were books, games, DVDs, TV controllers, all sorts of bits and bobs, very, very nicely put together. And in the top of a box was a note. And they said, Alex, we hope you love all of this. If you do, we would love you to tweet about the fact that we are showing the Star Wars compendium back to back on our movie channel on Saturday. So it was a very cool product that they'd spent a lot of time, money, and effort pulling together. Um, it was very clear what they wanted, which is people to talk about the fact that everyone can watch Star Wars all weekend. And they had given it and sent it to someone um, who has absolutely no interest in Star Wars whatsoever. I hadn't seen the film since I was seven years old. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'm a relatively decent person and um, felt a little bit guilty, so I sent the tweet for them. Now, I have a, a pretty inactive... Uh, Followship on on Twitter, um, but uh, twenty thousand people are curious enough to listen to what I have to say about sport and about rugby, um, and they get relatively involved in the conversations I start on that front. But when I sent a tweet saying, "Hey, make sure you all watch uh, Star Wars," um, most people were fairly sort of baffled by this. I had an enormous twelve likes. Uh, which left me feeling fairly underwhelmed by the content that I'd put out. It obviously left my audience very, very confused as to why I was sort of now talking about Star Wars. Um, And most importantly, I think, from the Star Wars perspective, it's a complete and utter waste of their time, effort, and money. But what I couldn't get around was the fact that this is the most successful movie franchise uh, in history. And we had, you know, uh, they've obviously got an army of influential fans out there. And the Influence Room has been built so that brands can unlock very quickly people who love, need, and want them. Instead of Star Wars running around and chucking boxes at idiots like me, they're able to upload their box to the influence room and influential people can come forward and say, you know, I love Star Wars. Please send me that box and I will tweet it or I'll Instagram it or I'm a radio DJ. I'd love five for my show on Friday. And I would like uh, to talk about your your viewings um, as I give them out as a competition prize. So the idea is that, go back to that Tinder and LinkedIn analogy, we are all about matchmaking good people and good brands to form good collaborations. It's predominantly about mutual benefit. It's much less about commercial incentivization. It's all about brands unlocking the people who love, need, and want them. And it's about allowing influential people to self-select the brands and the campaigns that they uh, potentially might want to get involved with because you know, it's fundamentally um, about an opportunity to start a conversation with a brand that you might need. If you're an influential person and you've got a challenge in your day-to-day or you've got a need for a particular brand to support you on a, a marathon effort, perhaps, or you're playing football at Wembley or you are about to go on tour with your band, if you can open yourself up and open that offer to, to brands and say, would anyone like to collaborate? Um, the Influence Room is, is the tech tool that enables you to kind of facilitate that, uh, that connection. So we're about three years old. We've grown very quickly in the last uh, eight, nine months. Um, We've got some big, big brands using us, the likes of O2, Tag Heuer, uh, Deliveroo, et cetera, and some much, much smaller brands um, who are using us to help get them into, into the public eye and to help get influential people talking about them. And it's very much with that um, in mind, I suppose, that I've been kindly invited in um, to talk today on the RC Expert series, because we are running a, an initiative at the moment for small businesses, which enables them to use our technology um, and to be able to pay whatever they can afford right now. These are unprecedented times, as we all know. Uh, and if you are a small business or you're a startup, and you are looking to connect with influential people to seed your product, to invite them to use your, um, you know, your, your service, whatever it might be, by putting your, your listing up on the influence room, influential people can come forward and say, actually, do you know that is really relevant to me, to the stories I tell, to the audience that I've built up, and I'd love to collaborate with you, um, then that is one way that you can use us. And likewise, we have the brand partnership space now, which I touched on at the top, which is if you're looking for another brand, perhaps non-compete, but with a similar audience, uh, and you'd like to do a collaboration? Again, you can list that in the brand to brand space, and you can find other brands who would love to uh, collaborate. And uh, and hopefully, um, stronger together is very much our, our our ethos at the moment. There are some very very good collaborations being done out there. The NHS and WH Smith, you know, Deliveroo are partnering um, with a lot of restaurants at the moment to try, obviously, to try and convert themselves to uh, to, t- to take those restaurants from eat in to to delivery service. So there's some really good stuff being done out there at the moment. And if we can help with any of the small businesses out there, then we'd absolutely love to do that. So we are theinfluenceroom.com. And we would very much like to hear from anybody who potentially might like a little bit of help, support, guidance, um, or strategy at these these very curious times. We are very much open for questions this morning uh, as well. And thank you to, to those of you who've been in touch already. We've got one from Dave who has come in via Twitter Uh, who has said, what is your setup for your podcast? Well, that is a very good question. Um, So the the podcast that I run is, um, I I wouldn't say run, actually, I I host it, uh, is put together by a digital company called joe.co.uk. They are phenomenal content providers, um, and they have made a a big impact in that digital space uh, in a relatively short space of time. So they are huge on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Um, and obviously podcasts as well, Um, we actually uh, pretty much turn up. They've got all the mechanics working backstage. They've got a great team of people who pull that all together. What's very interesting, though, just as an aside, and and we talk a lot about content at the Influence Room, I think joe.co.uk are a very good example of taking one piece of content and then slicing it up relative to the channels on which it goes out. So obviously YouTube, you can put up a full hour and a quarter uh, and people will watch that front to back. On Twitter, it needs to be about 45 seconds, I think. Instagram, you get a minute and a half. At Facebook, you can do about 10 minutes. But it's very interesting. It's, it's something well worth considering, actually, is that when you are creating content, um, you need to be quite um, considered in, in the channels that you are then promoting it through. And I think Joe are a very good example of that. They are a fantastic bunch, um, and I have a huge amount because they take three uh, three sort of fair reprobates and, and turn what, what we um, what we produce into some fairly... Enjoyable content, hopefully. But have a little look at House of Rugby if you're bored and stuck at home. It's a rugby show that doesn't really talk about rugby. We get some very interesting guests on. I hope you have a lot of fun doing it as well. Uh, thank you to Christina, who has come in through uh, DMs on Twitter as well. Have you seen influencer bringing success or helping business to sell more at the influence room during corona times? So another very, very good question. Um, our influence is a direct sales channel, essentially. Um, I, would, I would have my reservations I think if you're looking to use influencers, predominantly and first and foremost, I would look at it as um, much more of an uh, awareness tool. We talk a lot about earned media value uh, at the influence Room, and that is about getting your product into the hands of people who will then tell their audience how much they love it, why they love it. Uh, the unique metric about the influence Room is that instead of brands running around trying to, to find people to promote them and whether they're paying them or gifting them, um, obviously it's a huge cost associated with the with the paying of of talent to to lead your campaign, if you're gifting it, it can be very, very hit and miss as the star Wars analogy would tell you. Um, but I think first and foremost, influencers are about awareness. Uh, you can definitely find influencers who are, who are hugely effective at sales channels, but that tends to come with a lot of commercial activity as well. Influencers like to take a cut of that kind of thing. Um, and I think if you are, if you're looking to drive hard sales, I'd look at a, a much more sort of Click methodology and advertising space than influencers. I think um, you know it certainly can be done, but I wouldn't put it at the top of the, the to-do list. It's much more about awareness advocacy and championing your brand, which you can then use uh, to your own benefit. We also see a lot of our brands using us for content creation, so they will gift their product to people who create fabulous content and then give it back to the brand for them to be able to use on their own social or website, et cetera. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Facebook Messenger, and Ray has come in via that. I make jewelry and I've never worked with influencers before. Any advice on how I can shift my strategy to favor my business? Sale has drastically gone down when everyone is staying at home. Well, firstly, I'm sorry to hear about the challenges that you're facing, Ray. There seems to be a lot of people out there in a similar boat. How can you get influencers involved um, and, and to hopefully help you with that awareness play? So there are several ideas I think you could possibly use. I don't know if you've got spare stock, which you might be interested in seeding to people who can then use that stock to create content. A, give that back to you to help you keep your channels alive with rich and engaging content. Um, but also, you could use them to potentially, we do see this, actually to go back to the question from Christina, you can potentially sometimes incentivize influencers with potentially product for a giveaway, et cetera, to drive traffic to your website, to drive traffic um, to your social media channels. Um, but yes, predominantly at the moment, I, I would use influencers to keep that conversation alive around your brand. I can understand entirely. Um, that sales have gone down, in order to get those sales back up again, you need people aware, you need people talking about, you You need people to be seeing you on their social media channels. Therefore, gifting product into the hands of people who say, I love it, I want it, I need it, will hopefully um, you know, get you back on that front foot um, and get people clicking through to your website and purchasing again. I don't know whether that is, I don't know whether influencers are, are here to save the day for you, but I think um, hopefully influencers will be a, a very effective way of, you know, of keeping the lights on and getting people clicking and getting people interested and aware of, of your product. Aaron Patrick from Facebook. Hi, Alex. Amazing story. Do you have any tips for the directors who furloughed and want to use the time to grow their business during these times? Um, that is a good question. My understanding was if you're furloughed, you're not allowed to do any work, but perhaps Aaron will keep that between you and I. So I think, I mean, from, from, from a personal point of view, I mean, you know, I basically spent two and a half years working on the Influence Room and and that was unpaid it was it was my my passion it was my hobby and it was it was done outside of my broadcast hours um i i think these are very very challenging times but i think there is a huge opportunity there as well uh, from a personal perspective obviously about two and a half weeks ago we were um we were pretty wobbly we were wondering what the hell was going on and we were trying to work out you know how we were going to make it through this storm um, we actually shifted our mindset very quickly from uh, the challenges around, uh, you know, the day to day in the business. We've raised a, a bit of money very quickly in order to make sure we've got that cash flow to get us through. And cash is absolute king right now. You'll all know that, of course. But the investors who might potentially want to put a convertible loan note in, or you make sure you've gone to the bank, make sure you're exploring all these business interruption themes. Um, cash is absolutely king right now. I, I think directors should be looking at their business and seeing where they can make progress while the coat, while the uh, the boat, excuse me, is sort of becalmed at this point. We are putting a particular emphasis on our tech at the moment. We're trying to go as fast as we can on that because when we come out of this and when the lights go green again, we want to be in a position to really accelerate and pick up and help, since not just small, but across the board, to really turn those conversations on again and to generate awareness um, with influential people talking about the events, the campaigns, and products that they, that they are genuinely interested in. So I would look, uh, from a I suppose to answer your question, I would look at the areas of the business where you can potentially make most progress right now while everything else has ground to halt. There will definitely be things that you can get sorted, whether it's modeling out your, your business plan, whether it's looking at other opportunities in the market, et cetera. I would research, I would develop those areas potentially where um, where while things are quiet, you can you can begin to get the, uh, momentum into them. Thank you, John, for your question. Staying at home means I have uh, much more time on my hands and say so, positive, I want to learn something new. What part of marketing would you recommend deep dive into? I run a small business and do most of it myself, but it's all very basic level. John, brilliant question. Um, I, I, you know, at this point, I wish I had my business partner alongside because um, she is the brains behind the operation. I'm the sort of side of things which paints in broad brush, brush strokes and I try to come up with madcap ideas and I like to challenge the team to think at box. My business partner, Tanya, is, is brilliant in the marketing um, side of things. She is the one who sort of has taken what was an idea and a product we were building and set it into the market. What part of marketing would you dive into? Inevitably, I'm going to say influence marketing, but actually we are trying to do something a little bit different. And I think the word influence at the moment is taking a bit of a battering. We are currently called the influence room. We're actually, here's a little secret between you and my friends. Um, we're actually going to rebrand very soon and we're going to remove the word influence from our from our name. So we just want to be the room. And the reason for that is that if i ask you you know to find an influencer right now it tends to be that people will talk about an Instagrammer who is paid to post promotional content um and i think that's very very limited if i was to ask you who the most influential people in your lives were i'm not sure you talk about instagramers you you talk about teachers you talk about politicians you talk about sports coaches you talk about your parents and in the influence room that it currently is we define influence as a much broader product we love people who will talk about product on the radio. We love people who will wear clothes on television. We love journalists who will be able to cover the events that we allow them to go to in print on blogs, et cetera. We love personal appearances at events where people will support charities because they believe in that cause. So for us, the influence is the ability to talk uh, to an engaged audience and to be able to, um, to be able to make a difference and to be able to do that across a multitude of channels. Influencer now means an Instagrammer who's paid to post content. We believe an influencer is obviously going to have a social media presence because of you know, the talent or the stories that they tell, but they should also be able to look at creating podcasts, YouTube content, be blogs, vlogs, print, television, radio, as I say. Um, and we also believe that whereas an influencer currently is defined very much as you know, someone who earns money for what they post, we firmly believe that to remain truly influential as the um as I suppose the sector develops, you will not only have to, and rightly so, earn money for the content and and the audience that you have, but you'll have to do those sort of contra deals, which is what the Influence Room is all about, and you'll have to support the causes that you are genuinely passionate about and believe in. So we talk a lot about multitude of channels, we talk about cause and commercial as well, and we believe that the people who are able to blend all those factors will be the most influential moving forwards. So um John, I hope that sort of answers your question. But yeah, have a little look beyond the boundaries of just influence um and, and see potentially where you might be able to collaborate with other brands and other other interesting people to help advance your business. Uh, Stu, thank you for your question. What would I do if one of the influencers wants to charge me loads of money after of spending loads of time in an online campaign? Um I'd sat them off pretty quickly, Stu. Um I mean, that's not what I don't know whether that's with direct reference to what the influence room does, but uh, for what it's worth, we make it very clear. All our influencers apply to come in. We vet them all on an individual basis, and that is based on the quality of the stories they tell. It's based on their engagement rate. We're obviously checking for fake followers, et cetera. We divide our, our members into two categories. There's talent first, and those are the people who are famous for doing something. Household names, music, film, sport, fashion, television. We love tastemakers, chefs, etc., people who are really famous for what they do will have built an audience and an engagement off the back of it and then also your, your social media influencers um we make it very clear to those people when they enter the room that they are, are entering a, a you know a space where they are able to talk to brands um, but we go back to that founding principle which is it's about good brands and good people having good collaborations and if our members step outside of that um we um we like to say thanks a lot and goodbye we don't keep people in the site who use the, the the trust and abuse the conversations and abuse, abuse the connections um that we, uh, that we allow them to make we are not about building a, a a database of 400 500 000 influencers we'd like to get to 10 maybe fifteen thousand of the most influential people in the uk we allow them to approach the brands they love and we allow the brands to approach them when they're doing interesting things it's about decent people having decent conversations so um, yeah, my, my answer to that, Stu, would be I, I cut ties pretty quickly if people abuse the connection which you want to make. Um, directors, oh, I've been told by Kwai, who's, who's keeping me posted on this. Page. Directors who are furloughed can work to keep their business live. Huge apologies for the misinformation and fake news. I, I didn't actually know that. We have tried very hard not to follow our team. We want to keep us uh, together together. Um, and uh, we want to go through this as as an entire group um, and to to be ready to go when the lights go green. So apologies if that was uh, incorrect information. You can work on the business and that goes back to uh, Aaron's question. So yes, Aaron, roll up your sleeves, get stuck into those parts of the business which um, otherwise might not see the light of day and which you might not have time to um, to focus on at the moment. Um, Kim from Twitter, how does the influencer platform work and what can I expect if I work with you? Um, good question. So it's we're very much a SaaS uh, platform. We're a tech tool that is designed to be used by brands and by brand agencies to unlock influential people who love, need, or want whatever it is that you're doing. Um, you as a brand, I'm sure, will spend time researching influencers. You might well be looking to engage with celebrities to promote your product, and that is what we call push marketing. So where you as a brand try and approach people uh, and, uh, and get them to talk about you, you are able, when you pay them, you're able to control that content specifically, Uh, you're able to control their time, et cetera. But that is also a very expensive um, process for you to be going through. It comes with great cost, it comes with great time. If you are pushing your brand out to people, we also believe that there's a real mechanism and a real value in having influential people pulled to your brand. And using the influence allows you to create an opportunity. It takes two minutes to register, it takes two minutes to create an opportunity. In that opportunity, you upload imagery, you create a title, you stipulate what it is you're offering, so they might be offering food at the moment. Um, we've got a brilliant brand called HelloFresh who are using us to seed their food boxes out into um, in the hands of influential people. And What they're looking for are those influencers to create stories, uh, recipes, blog posts, et cetera, where they take the product, product and the produce, they create an amazing recipe, uh, and they create some lovely content around their family using that product in an authentic setting. And generating pure advocacy. So, the mechanism is you register, we accept you, you build a campaign, it goes live on the browser, you will receive bids from influential people within minutes, certainly within hours. Uh, you can collate those over as long as you like, and then you can go back to the ones you love. You engage with them it's a direct messaging system so you are talking directly to those people who are telling you why they love your product what they will do with it uh, when you then accept them you send out the product they take delivery they create the content as uh, as stipulated we've actually created a content capture tool as well which enables you or, to, to take hands off the, uh, the we will get all that content we'll put it into a, into a report for you uh, and deliver it back so hopefully it's fairly seamless um we can also manage the entire process for you if you're a small team and that's just, just a little cost consideration on top but we use the tech to deliver the service so um yeah hopefully fairly inf- uh, easy uh, i'd love to know what brand you you're uh, you're working with kim and i can tell you a little bit more but um yeah have a little look we'd love to welcome you later today tom from twitter massive fan of the podcast welcome tom can you let me know what you're going to do in five this time are you staying in tv or doing this full time now that is a good question who knows um Tom, life is about the journey, not the destination. You've got to enjoy the moments um, where we're at right now. And I know that sounds a bit flippant, particularly given a lot of the crisis around, but we're very much living history. And um, I I sort of don't like to look too far uh, into the future. Um, I absolutely love my broadcasting. And I'll be honest with you and say that... um, It's a pretty turbulent world, actually, in the media, and it's becoming increasingly so. And I I have absolutely no ability to read the tea leaves, but I I did kind of sense a while ago that um, broadcasting just wasn't a job for life, which is why I started the Influence Room. I've always had a passion for business and and trying things, and um, I've had a couple of companies before this. Um, And it was I was very fortunate, really. Broadcasting was going very, very well. and this was sort of ticking along. And then I was working for Sky, they lost a lot of their rugby rights, suddenly the job wasn't there anymore, but I'd managed to get the influence room to the point where I could step from one to the other and take this on full time. So um, I'd love to continue doing both. Um, we are, I think at the start of a very exciting journey with the influence room as it currently is and the room as it's gonna be. Um, and you know, the broadcasting has become the hobby. The influence room is the day job. Um, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to be doing both. So hopefully, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep both trains running along parallel tracks and see see how we get on. But good to have options. Uh, Kenza, thank you for your question. If I want to test working with influencers to get my brand and products out to a larger audience, how do I know how to choose the right platform? It's, there seem to be so many different social media platforms that can be a good option. It's a jungle to navigate. What question should I ask an influencer before we start working together? Very very good um, question. There are you're absolutely right. This is an uh, is a. It's a huge old field to be able to choose right now. I think it depends what kind of um, activity it is that you want to do. If you're a small business, I would definitely try and use a kind of tool where you're able to talk directly to brands uh, as well to, to the influencers. There's, a, there's another good platform called Tribe. They do something very different to us. They are about essentially you, you would upload a brief and similar model and you would then use influencers to create content and you purchase that content back from them. There are huge sort of... Uh, you can use a lot of companies that got big databases, etc. I always find that database outreach a fairly sort of impersonal uh, impersonal model. And I think as soon as you go back to you as a brand outreaching to influencers, they retain all that control. As soon as you say to an influencer, I'd love to work with you, the question normally that comes back is brilliant how much you paying? the difference in and I, you know i don't want to make this solely about the influence room but the difference in the influence room is that you're not approaching the influencers you're allowing them to approach you and that in turn gives you the control to say yes or no so Kenza, my, my honest answer would be give us a go and, and we'd love to see if we can help but you know it's well worth looking into the market if you want to try and get your product into the hands of hundreds of micro-influencers. So I'd have a little look at Tribe. Um, there's another business called Billion Dollar Boy, who I think do a very good job, but they are all about paying influencers to promote your product. Um, we're all about getting it into the hands of people who love it because they love it. So that is, that's very much the difference with the influence room. Uh, Eric's question: I specialise in making fashion shots on Instagram. I only have two thousand followers. How likely is that to join the platform? Brilliant question, Eric. We'd love to have you on. Um, depending on on sort of your criteria, we are not solely about Instagram numbers. We are very much about content creators. And you would have a huge value on the influence room because of the content that you can offer to brands and our fashion brands. We actually have. And to give you a, a, an idea of the spread, we have a magician on the site who's got 18 million on Facebook, and we have a, a content creator not dissimilar to yourself, who I think has about 2,500 on Instagram. The trade for the, the magician, of course, is that he'll include he'll wear product and clothes, et cetera, in Facebook videos. Uh, the trade for the content creator is that he will take product, shoot it beautifully, and give it back to that brand. So, Eric, I'm sure you would have a real value. Um, do apply at theinfluencer.com, and I'll get Millie, our, our head of talent, to have a little look. get in touch with you. Three minutes to go. uh, Acton from Twitter. What's the best campaign you've seen from one of these collaborations? Oh, good question. Um, My favorite is Jacuzzi, who came to us and said last summer, we want to get Jacuzzis out into the hands of really influential people. We want to grow our Facebook traffic, and we want to have a real summer summer vibe festival to the content that is created. They put it up on the Influence Room. What came back was all of our influencers saying, love this campaign, really want to be a part of it. Facebook isn't interesting. We're all working on Instagram. And Jacuzzi went, well, that's interesting. Let's use this to launch our Instagram. The other thing that was very interesting about it is that lots of people came back and said, please can have a Jacuzzi. I've got those Summer Festival vibes going on. But they also had an approach from three international sports people who said, this is an amazing product. I can tell you now, I've not got Summer vibes going on, but I would absolutely love to use one of these products uh, for my rehab and my recovery during pre-season. And Jacuzzi were like one absolutely brilliant idea. We'd never thought about that before, and they seeded the product out to international sportsmen who created content around Jacuzzi as a health and wellness tool. The brilliance of that was the Jacuzzi came to us looking for Facebook traffic and summer vibes, and they went away with Instagram and health and wellness. And what I love about that is it's influential people telling a brand how their product um, should be used, where it should be sitting, um, and um, I think that is that is true advocacy in its purest form. We're done. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. I hope it was relatively entertaining. I thought it was a bit a bit whistle-stop, but um, the coffee has well and truly kicked in. Um, thank you very much indeed um, to everyone for for listening for your questions. Thank you, uh, obviously, to the Ask the Expert team for having us on today as well. Um, we are theinfluenceroom.com. If any of you would like to come and have a little nibble, we'd be delighted to help where we can. Um, a reminder for small businesses at the moment, it's simply pay whatever you can afford. If that's 100 quid, uh, we'd love to be able to help you. Johan Goree is uh, a top accountant based in Edinburgh, who's going to be joining you tomorrow morning from 8.30. And I'm sure that'll be hugely valuable given that uh, yeah, cash is king and finances are, are being pulled all over the place at the moment. So uh, hopefully you'll join Johan tomorrow. Uh, but that is it from me. Thank you very much indeed. Have a good day. Keep fighting the good fight. Hang on in there. And hopefully we'll catch up again before too long. All the best.